0: よし。we can do this in English. My, today we're interviewing my friend uh, Rylar Nielsen. He's a, you're a PhD student at the University of Hawaii. Yeah, and uh, he is a he was my one of my professor my, one of my teachers at university, and he, more so he's also a, a whiz at Okinawan. But I'll let, I'll let you kind of more introduce yourself as we jump into things here.
1: Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, Dean uh what do I call you, John sensei, John, John sensei Johnny? John Sensei mm-hmm. Johnny Sensei. Said my name is Ryler Nielsen. I've studied Japanese for almost. 12 years now, I think. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's crazy. That We moved to Okinawa when I was 14, and I spent all my high school years in Okinawa, which is why I kind of interested in Okinawa. They have a different language there from Japanese. Yes, they it's related do. to Japanese. Maybe 60% cognates, so kind of like the relationship between. Maybe Italian and Spanish. Okay, It's kind of how I compare it between right. Okinawan and Japanese. Right, right. Um, so yeah, I like Okinawan stuff. So that's what I'm doing here at the University of Hawaii is researching the relationship between Okinawan languages and Japanese languages, um, and how that those languages are used today in Okinawa. Right, right. It's, yeah. Uh,
0: is, no, is Okina- I, I'm fairly ignorant in regards to Okinawa, but it, does it have any relation to, like, uh, Korean at all?
1: Um, not as far as I know. No, it's okay. more influenced by China uh, okay. because it was a tributary state to China gotcha. before it was to Japan. Maybe that I don't know.
0: Korea was a tributary state to China China for a good portion of time, and they have very strong connections to China. And when I studied, I studied Korean for a little bit, and um, mm-hmm. I found quite a few cognates between, um, particularly... Um, Sino Japanese words, um, mm-hmm. things like library and whatnot. I would yeah. you know instead of tosho toshokan, it was you know dosoguan.
1: Oh yeah, that's very close.
0: And things like that,
1: yeah. which was kind of fun. Yeah, that's way cool.
0: So you're now studying as a PhD candidate, and you you did your undergrad and your masters also in Japanese, correct?
1: Well, I wish I could have done my masters in Japanese. No, BYU <laughs> only offered a masters. In uh, second language acquisition. That's right. So, like, that's right. Pedagogy stuff like that, which was great, and I could apply that to Japanese, but it wasn't Japan-specific.
0: Uh-huh. Really gotcha. So, so yeah. I know a lot of kids who have gone to Okinawa, and particularly on the military base there, but so few have come up with a, a strong interest in wanting to pursue it as a career and wanting to really delve deep into it. What is it? Do you? What do you think was the catalyst for making you so interested in this not only part of the world, but this uh, language and this culture?
1: a good question. I think probably because I didn't live on the military base, we lived uh-huh. outside the base. Uh-huh. I got to interact a lot more maybe with the local Japanese Okinawan people there. And so uh-huh. there was a strong motivation for me to be able to communicate with them. Right, um, And I think that helped me especially. But then even after that uh, for my mission in the Fukuoka mission, that really helped kind of solidify right my motivation desire to get the language down as well so it really it just came down to communication wanting to communicate right and get my message across
0: I knew uh he was he was one of the better uh, Japanese speakers that I've met in Japan and he said what his motivation was for learning Japanese was he could not stand the idea of being illiterate
1: mm. yeah literacy is a big deal especially in Japan
0: yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's amazing. Even though it's considered such a difficult language, that uh, how high the literacy rate in Japan is, even.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a literature course right now, dealing with um, it's like Taisho Showa literature. Uh huh. And there's magazines for children. I mean, this is like 1912, pre-war. Right. And the mag- there's magazines geared towards kids, and they're they've got all the kanji, mostly pretty with them, but. Right. Literacy has been highly encouraged in Japan for many years.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So, how do you help? So you have been able to teach, Jap- teach Japanese in numerous instances, and I, I assume mm-hmm. when you graduate with your uh, with your uh, uh, graduate degree, that you'll yeah. be uh, well. You can be continuing to teach Japanese at the collegiate level.
1: That is the goal. Yes. That's okay. So, planned.
0: as as a as a two, I, I I consider you an expert in this field. How do you help non? Um, or specifically, in native English speakers be able to grasp that much needed literacy in Japan. How do you, uh, what do you find to be one of the biggest keys for helping people be able to read in Japanese?
1: It's a good question. It, it's different based on the level. At the lower levels, like uh-huh. a 101, 102 class, it really, you really just have to memorize hiragana katakana and get that down, like in the first three weeks. Right. <laughs> And some people struggle with that. But once you get those two down, you can you can pretty much get around at that level. But once you get to the upper levels, and if you want to really be literate, there's a the thing that I've researched called tadoku. Kadoku. I don't know if you've heard of tadoku. I haven't. Um, it's extensive reading is what they call it in English.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it's all about finding material that is really close to where you're at, like uh-huh. So you have a page of Japanese text. Uh, you should be able to read like ninety-five to ninety-eight percent of it. Okay. And you just read for like one hour a day or something like that, and okay. you don't look up words. You don't pause to figure it out. You just keep reading. Gotcha. And through that extensive reading process, start being able to figure out kanji based on context as opposed to dictionary lookups. Right. And it's supposed to be fun too. You're supposed to actually like enjoy it so
0: find, find literature that you're actually interested in too is an important part.
1: And luckily a lot of people come to Japan Japanese learning because they like manga and anime and yes. there's a whole lot of it and that's perfect for that. <laughs> so yeah. It's a free finding something you're interested in is something that I encourage so that students can be motivated to really get into literacy.
0: Right. What do you find yeah. to be one of the biggest roadblocks that especially early learners have with studying Japanese?
1: Mm, probably the stigmatism there is against kanji.
0: Gotcha. People
1: just see it and they, their brains tell them, nope, that's not, I can't do that, that's too hard. Yeah. So trying to get their brains to get past the fact that it looks really hard. Right. To realize it is decodable and it is doable is probably the biggest roadblock, I think.
0: Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing that broke it for myself is, as silly as this sounds,
1: Mm-hmm. Was
0: um, have you ever seen the movie Atlantis with Milo?
1: Yes, I have. It's a great. And you know where he's like scene.
0: reading like the shepherd's journal, like that cool book, and he's like the only one who can read it.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I thought that was so cool. Oh no,
1: no I I totally get you. You seen uh, Stargate? Yeah. Yeah, the professor in there, he can always read all the different languages, and it's like, oh man, so cool.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're one step closer to being a professor than I am. This is this is good. Like. <laughs> Like I think it was, I wanted to be able to decode the hieroglyphics that Japanese was, you know. And I, as soon as I also understood for myself that it's made up of a bunch of little pieces, and the little pieces can give you clues to how it actually is put together. You know what I mean? So, with with that. when you were first learning Japanese, how were you able to um well, how do how did you start actually learning the language? Did you learn the language when you first were in Okinawa?
1: Um, not at first. At first I was still studying French for who knows why. But <laughs> eventually I was like, I'm in Japan, I need to learn this language so I can talk to my neighbors. Right. Uh, but yeah, so I took I think it was three years worth of high school Japanese uh-huh. uh and about two years of high school there and then Came to BYU, did a little bit of Japanese, and then I was in my, on my mission right after that. Gotcha. Yeah, Thanks. it's pretty crazy.
0: It's amazing how quickly, you, when you actually, when you're actually thrown into the thick of it, how quickly you actually have to learn.
1: <laughs> True that. That necessity sure.
0: makes up for it.
1: Yeah. Yep. Now, did yeah, you ha- I had one of my one yeah. of my companions did refuse to learn how to speak English. And he was not a huge fan of America or Americans in general, I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) So I was definitely pounding the dictionary and writing over and over kanji during that transfer. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah. so for those of you who are uh, are unfamiliar, um, Ryler and I are both uh, LDS. We served uh, church missions for the church, those guys that wear those funny name tags. And we did our mission service in Japan. So when he talks about the mission, we are—it's uh, yep. uh, the similar service that we both had, where we worked in Japan for two years, and uh, we were expected to speak the language. And uh, yeah. we—well, uh, one one of us did pretty well, and I—I I, I, I scraped by. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know about that, but it's definitely an immersion situation.
0: So, yeah. if you can, it's kind of a silly question, but it's a question I find get some very interesting answers. If you were right now, you're walking home, and poof. All of your Japanese disappeared out of your head. How would you restart studying Japanese?
1: I would be devastated, first of all. But Yes, <laughs> yes. I Aside that. from
0: the fact that you know, it would affect your career and your life. and
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I would probably go go to my books. Um, I think reading, I'd, I'd have to just cut the over again and get to the books and just read. As much as I could, as well as um, watch watching Japanese media, anime, movies, whatever uh-huh. it is. Uh, research, research has shown that it's um, time on task is one of the biggest factors for language acquisition, and so I would just try and spend as much time as I could right. getting Japanese input, input, input all day.
0: Nice. If I had time. What what do you do now for, to get that Japanese? input aside from school, because I, I assume that you know you don't want to always just be uh, you know doing research as the, as fun as research is. I've done research myself.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's fun. But um, besides school, the Japanese that I do, um, I'm really lucky because it was in Hawaii, and yep. there are many many Japanese speakers. So whenever we're outside, I I can I just try and start up conversations with the tourists here. You go down to Waikiki, and it's pretty much a little Japan oh, uh, down holy. the whole street. Everyone, I mean, there's other countries there, tourists as well, but it's mostly Japanese tourists. <laughs> so just speaking speaking as much as I can. My wife and I, we speak Japanese together at home as well, probably 50% of the time, maybe. Wow, wow. Not a lot, all the time. And uh, we read Japanese together, we read scriptures together in Japanese and then I watch a lot of anime in hey. my free
0: time. What well. What are you watching right now? I just finished uh, *Boku no Hiro Academia, which was which oh, I enjoyed.
1: I haven't seen that one.
0: It's a good one. It's a good one. It's a good one. I I really yeah. liked their play on superheroes, and the Japanese is fun. I mean, it's superhero tango, so it's 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 really mm-hmm. basic, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh,
1: right now, I'm watching. It's called *Gin no Saji*.
0: Gino, is that uh, *Silver Spoon*?
1: Silver Spoon. Yep. Yeah. Love it. It's really fun.
0: I remember you telling you about that one when you were at uh, BYU. I, uh, you told me that yeah. i never... I still haven't checked it out.
1: Yeah, I'm rewatching it, but it's because I loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so input still. I try and get as much input as I can around school and work.
0: Good, good. Yeah. So one of the big thing theme- themes at Manga Sensei is we try to help people overcome their challenges with language learning and help them gain... Uh, skills and insight of people that have gone before them and you know how actually have a sensei who's gone before them to teach them how to learn Japanese. But um I also like to try to help people understand that it's it's okay to make mistakes. Do you have any yeah. fun experiences or interesting experience making um mistakes in Japanese?
1: Um the one that has come to mind is uh it was a telephone to begin with. Yeah. But I was on the phone. <clears throat> And I was going to give me details. I think it was about uh, a meeting coming up for church. And as I'm listening, I'm just listening. And all of a sudden, the woman's like, Are, are you still there? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Wh- well, why wouldn't I be? You know, in Japanese, of course. Uh-huh. And I realized it was because I made the mistake of not using any aizuchi as she was lis- as I was listening <laughs> And I was like, what's the problem? Why would you think I'm not there? I didn't hang up, you know? But in Japan, you're expected, as you listen to someone talk, to use the, um, mm, um, mm, or, wakarimashita, vakarimashita, naruhodo, asosuka, yep. yep. All of those aizuchi words, as you listen to show the, list, the speaker that you are listening to them. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that I was supposed to do that. I was supposed to do that one. <laughs> and she was so confused and worried that she wasn't getting her message across. I was like, oh. Good to know. I'll do that now. And sometimes now I even do it in English, and right. people look at me weird and like, "Dude, I, I get it. You're here.
0: <laughs> You're right here." No, like but I, I had I had the exact opposite experience when I first, when I very very first had someone, you know, speak with me, and they're like, "Hi, hi." It was some some sweet lady, and she's you know, she's listening to, us. she's saying, "Hi, hi," and the So every time she'd say, "Hi," I'd stop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like what? What are you trying to say to me? <laughs> I'm
0: like. Do you know where this is? Hi, hi. And you're just like pausing, waiting for the for like, the response.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, they're just doing their or thing to make sure you know they're listening. But yeah, that gets a lot of people at first. I think me too. I was like, whoa.
0: Yeah, I think there those those little tiny things where yeah, where you have to adjust cause that's that's more of a that's more of a cultural thing, almost than the linguistic kind of thing.
1: That's true. It is more cultural, but it's I guess communicative, but. I don't know, let me, I can't, I know there's some mistakes other people have made.
0: Those are always almost uh, easier to remember sometimes because you didn't do them right. so you don't have to feel ashamed.
1: <laughs> I probably blocked all those memories of all the horrible things I said.
0: The I worst know. ones are the ones that you don't know about yet. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know there were so many times where people would just give me the blank stare of, I don't know what you're saying. I mean, I don't remember what I said or tried to say, but I know that there was a lot of non-communication that happened as I was learning the language, and I had to get past that that fear, I guess, of -hmm. the blank stare of, this white guy has no idea what he's doing in this country. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Eventually, to get past that, I just had to keep going forward and making mistakes and keep speaking, even though I knew it wasn't quite what I wanted to say.
0: right. Now, I think that's a, like, a perfect, perfect uh, point for us to jump up into Japanese. before we yeah. do so, I want to um, encourage the new spe- the people that are just starting to learn Japanese now even if this is today today is day one to try to listen and catch as many words as you can in the next for the rest of this interview. At the end, we'll all summarize things and put things into perspective if you aren't able to understand. That's completely fine. Um, if you're a more advanced speaker, you just want, want to practice listening between two gaijin, one of course is very, very talented at Japanese, um, That I encourage you to be able to listen and catch words and try to catch our mistakes as well as the things that we succeed in. If you don't understand something, that's a great opportunity for you to look it up and learn how to use it. That's why we do these interviews. With that, so you...
1: どうや、あの、で、まず多分はい。はい。、何をしたかな多分 話し<笑><笑>
0: その。なるほど。こうて言うのか、それなんかいつも自問<笑>
1: ところにいたらどういう風に言う<笑>
0: <ちょっと狂ったっぽいことなんだけど、笑> <笑>そう <そうですね。分からないだろう。笑>
1: <ね。うんうんうんうん。笑> 何<笑> それはい。
0: うーん、難しいはい。<笑> あの、<笑>
1: すごくはい。
0: そうはい。あ、6 <笑><笑>
1: <ね。笑> <笑><笑>
0: あの、<笑> え、<笑> あの、なるほど。それ
1: そうですね。1番 大事な条件は多分と大きいだと思います。あ、
0: あなた。なるほど。。なるほど。<笑>
1: <似てますね。はいはい。笑>
0: やっぱり<笑>
1: はい。だあの、<笑> <いいですよ、いいですよ。笑>
0: Therefore, with that, everybody, we're going to end the podcast here. We've run out of time, um, but I'd like to give a thanks to Ryland Nielsen. He's a not only a good friend, he's a wonderful, wonderful teacher, and I appreciate his insights. I really like what he said that at the very, very end. You have to have patience, not only with the learning leaders, but with yourself, um, and make sure you have a reason for studying Japanese, whether it's wanting you talk to your grandma or grandpa, like some people do in Hawaii, or if it's just, I really want to get rid of dubs, like...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> or I I wanted I I couldn't stand not being understood and that drove me crazy and that was that was my reason. I had to at least be understood. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And now it's yeah. I have friends and people that I care about, so I want to talk to them.
1: Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you, Johnny Sensei. I appreciate it.
0: Anytime, anytime. And uh don't be a stranger, huh?
1: Yeah, you bet. Sounds All right.
0: Great. With that, everybody will sign up and we'll catch you tomorrow, Johnny.
1: Johnny, bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.